Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 113. It is Wednesday today. <laughs> I have to think for a moment. It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's really cold here in Cincinnati. We went from a high of 60 yesterday to I think a high of 20 or 30 today. Welcome to Cincinnati weather. If you have not already noticed, it's a little irrational, but <laughs> it keeps us on our toes. It is kind of gray out though, and it feels like winter has arrived. So here we are, I have been exploring, talking about, sharing my reflections on this idea of leadership, and this morning when I was preparing for the podcast, I was thinking about the idea that I shared yesterday of, well, that Richard Rudd shared, (laughs) that I read, (laughs) that I read yesterday, (laughs) of heart-based leadership when we are when we are guided by this urge to bring people together and expand love and allow everyone to have space to share their gifts and express their gifts and really be visible and um, how that type of leadership is so different from the older traditional dictatorship, you know, one in command who is hierarchical and sending the authority chain down. This is much more horizontal, not vertical. So I was just you know, thinking about all of that, and the question that kept coming forward to me as I was tuning into it, it was how do we know, how do we know which way to go when, when we are being offered this wisdom of follow your heart? You know, what, is, what does that mean, follow your heart? And how do we identify what our heart the message of our heart is that is the highest expression to be shared with humanity. And as I was thinking about that, you know, what, what many of us experience, I believe, in our human journeys are all these different contrasts. We, it looks almost like a pinball game. You know, we come into life with this big whoosh. <laughs> We're like, let's go do it all. <laughs> And then we kind of ping pong around the video arcade game and, you know, bounce around and make mistakes, which really aren't mistakes, and go left and go right and go backwards and <laughs> sit down and stand up. Like, we just are really in the journey and identifying along the way what is our truth, what's authentic. You know, I'll speak for myself. What's my truth? What's, what is my heart guiding me towards? And with all the options on the table of ways that we can spend our time and experiences and activities that we can have in this life, which ones are of the highest value and priority to me? What would my heart most choose for today and for tomorrow and for this year? And that's a lot of what I was exploring yesterday in my quiet time. 
But as I shared this idea of heart-based leadership, you know, the biggest question I feel is, how do we know what the heart wants? And how can we lead others if we are not in full integrity and alignment with the purest expression of our heart? If we're clearing out the, the clutter and the distraction and, and the beauty, the strength of the highest gift our heart has to offer, if that's what's coming forward, that's the kind of leadership that I believe Richard Rudd is talking about. We've, we've eliminated the stuff that is not our highest expression. We've cleared all the gunk out. And then there's just this bright signal of love that is beaming out into the world. Those are the leaders that we are creating and calling forward to guide humanity into greater healing and into unity with our planet and realignment with source or God. So as I was sitting with all of this and feeling this idea of being authentic and how do we how do we find our way when we have gotten lost or you know we think we've gotten lost when we've disconnected from a pure expression of love when we've gotten kind of in the muck of it all and the dirt and the gunk you know how do we how do we find our way back into a really centered heart space even if it's just for ourselves and we have no intention of leading movements or you know stepping onto stages and telling people to be in their best expression even if that's not our path, if it's just simply to be in integrity and be authentic with who we are at, from a heart level, how do we do that? And so, of course, <laughs> today, the answer comes in a children's book. <laughs> a children's book, because that's always where some of the greatest answers are found. <laughs> if you do not have children's books in your home, please go buy some and just keep them around because you will be amazed at how awesome they are. The one that I'm going to read, um, I'll read it in a moment, but what I wanted to share first is my friend Andrea Henkels has written an incredible book about finding your way with your heart. It just came out in Amazon or on Amazon last month and it's called Herman Heals His Heart. And her last name, if you want to look it up, um, her author name is Andrea Henkels, H-E-N-K-E-L-S. I highly recommend everybody buy that book, if not for yourself, for every child you know. It is amazing. And you have to see the little character of Herman to get just how beautiful the story is. But that's the sidebar. <laughs> the book we're going to read today is not that one because that's Andrea's book to read. This one is, it's old. I don't even know if it shows the year. <laughs> I don't even know when it was written, but we had it when my kids were little, so it's at least 18 or 19 years old. Um, and it's kind of tattered and beat up, which are my favorite books. It's called I Lost My Bear, and it's by Jules Pfeiffer. P, no, F-E-I-F-F-E-R. I'll take a picture of the cover and post it in the Soulshine Tribe just so you can see this adorable little face. <laughs> it's this little girl with pigtails and big eyes and her hands on her chin like in Home Alone. You know how they have that that funny face like oh no and her face is in the middle of this big letter O and it says I lost my bear alright so play along with me because in in children's stories just like in Disney movies there there are deep um, archetypes stories patterns that you know we can learn from and dismissing children's 
um, wisdom is a big mistake so many of us make as adults. So I encourage you, close your eyes, settle back, let me just read you the story, and then in the guidance offered by this author through these sweet characters, you'll see how we find our way back. We find our way back. Okay, Uh, the first page, it's this little girl bent over looking at the ground, and she says, I know it's somewhere, then she's crawling around, looking up, Uh uh-oh, And then there's this page, and it's all blue and dark, and she's crawling, and she says, I can't find my bear. So they show her in the kitchen, and her mom's at the uh, kitchen sink washing dishes, turns to look at her. She says, I asked my mother, did you see my bear? And the mother says, I can't help you now. Try to think like a detective, and remember where you were playing with it last. So she stands at the door of her bedroom, which is absolute chaos, stuff everywhere, (laughs) hands on her hips, and she says, I tried to think I'll get detective and remember where I was playing with it last. They show her laying on her bed with her head hanging down, looking underneath the bed, which is filled with stuff. I think I was playing with it last under the bed. And then there's a close-up of her face with these big eyes and toys everywhere. But I don't see it. (laughs) So then they show her at this bookcase, which... Clearly all of this is exaggerated, but this book, it looks like a bookcase you would see in the library. It's got like eight levels high and I don't know, a thousand books on it. (laughs) She's at the bottom, this tiny little thing. Maybe I was playing with it last in the bookcase. The next picture, all the books are on the floor, stacked up everywhere. Her hands are on her hips and she's like, hmm, I don't see it. (laughs) The next page, she goes to find her dad. And he's sitting in his green easy chair with a paper all the way tucked up. You can barely see his face. Was I playing with it last in the living room? It's not on the couch. Then she's looking underneath her dad's chair. Or behind the curtains. It's not under the chairs. I said to my father, and it shows him he's not even putting his paper down to talk to her. And he said, oh, she says, I can't find my bear where I was playing with it last. Will you help me? And he said, you're always losing things. I want you to find it for yourself. And that will be a lesson for you to remember where you put things. So they show her walking out of the room angry. So (laughs) she goes to her sister's room and there's all these signs on the door. Do not disturb. Keep out. This means you. (laughs) So she's yelling through the door. I asked my sister, did you take my bear? Give it back. And then they show the sister open the door and she's got her hands in the air. She's yelling out at this little girl who's stomping away with an angry look on her face. And she said, I have never, never, never played with your stupid bear and I want you to stop playing with my nail polish. (laughs) Is that not every sibling relationship ever? (laughs) So then this poor little girl, she's standing there with a tear running down her face and there's all black dark walls behind her and she says nobody will help me find my bear so I cried (laughs) and you see her with this huge mouth obviously crying really loud still crying and then she says and nobody stopped me so I stopped myself and she's wiping her nose (laughs) and then there's this enormous two-page spread of black wall and her walking all in gray crying I know it's gone forever and then she's back at her sister's door looking in the hallway around and the door opens my sister said if you close your eyes and throw one of your other stuffed animals sometimes it lands in the same place she goes wow so they show her in her room and she's got three stacks of stuffed animals and she's looking at them but which stuffed animal 
If I throw one of my favorites, what if I lose that one too? So I better throw a stuffed animal I don't care about. She's looking at all of them and they're looking at her. But if I pick one I don't care about, it will know. And they show this ugly dinosaur looking right at her with big teeth. And I won't want to find my lost bear. So she gets it anyway. <laughs> no, she looks at it. Sorry, she looks at all of them. She says, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, ink of ink, a bottle of ink. And then she closes her eyes. One potato, two potato, three potato, four. And then she points, oh no, my bunny rabbit. <laughs> so she's hugging the bunny rabbit. My bunny rabbit is my second favorite stuffed animal after my bear. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. She's hugging the bear and the bunny rabbit. I can't do it. <laughs> so I go to my sister. She's at the door again with all the signs. This was your idea. Could I throw one of your stuffed animals? <sighs> then the door opens and she throws out this big, I don't even know what it is, stuffed animal floppy thing. And then the sister yells, if you lose my hell of Rooney, I'll kill you. <laughs> so the little girl goes, I have the best sister in the world. <laughs> She's standing in her room. I closed my eyes. Look here, look there, look in my granny's chair. Look in, look out, look up the water spout. Look high, look low, go, 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 until you find my bear. And then she throws the stuffed animal. This means you. And I threw it. And then it shows the stuffed animal laying on the floor. And she's got her hands, some stuff in her hands. And she says, and I found my lost barrette. Then they show her throwing it again. And she's down on the floor. And she says, then I found my lost kitten. But she wasn't really lost. She was hiding. She throws it again. Then I found my lost magic markers. They show her on the floor drawing a picture. So I drew a picture of my lost bear. Then she throws it again. And then my one last extra special, I really mean it this time, throw. And the bear, the animal's on the floor and she says, it found my lost purse. And she's sitting on the floor with her purse and all these little things coming out of it. Inside my purse was a bunch of other things I lost. So I played with them until bedtime. When my mother said, it's time for bed. Did you find your lost bear? They show her sitting in her bed, eyes huge and open. She goes, oh my gosh, I forgot all about my bear. She starts crying. I cried because I was ashamed. I forgot about my bear. She's crying, crying, crying. Her mother's holding her and putting her under the comforter. And she says, I c c c couldn't find her because you wouldn't, wouldn't help me. And then there's the bear underneath the covers and the mom and the little girl are both looking at the bear <laughs> and she picks it up and she hugs it and she's screaming bearsy <laughs> and they show her and the bear all cuddled up under the comforter in the bed and then the last picture is this little girl with her arm around her bear fast asleep and the bear all snuggled up next to her and she says aren't I the best detective Ah, oh, it's so good, right? So yes, we get distracted. We get busy. We try different things. We ask for help. People give us advice. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. People ignore us when we ask for help. We get caught up in the games that we're playing to try to figure out what it is our heart really wants, what it is we're really here to do in this lifetime. The whole journey is just like what this little girl went through in this book in one day. And then, it's usually right where we least expect it. We remember, we remember what that thing is that we're here to do. 
we clean all the gunk out of the way and this light that is our heart starts to shine through us. And then it's just magic. It's magic, it gets easier. It doesn't feel like work anymore. Leading from that place of absolute alignment with your heart, with who you are here to be in this lifetime, it's easier than any other work we could do. It just begins to flow. Yeah, so sit with whatever came up as I was reading that. I'll put the picture in the Soulshine Tribe if you want to look at the book. And I encourage you, buy Andrea's book, Herman Heals His Heart. Like There are such beautiful vibrations of love in children's stories that can guide us when we feel a little confused. Okay, here we go. Thank you for tuning in to today's vibration. Let's take this message of pure love out into all of our communities and continue expanding love here on Gaia. So much love from my heart to yours.